The following program is a podcast1.com production. And here it is. Oh yeah. That's right. Jesus. Wow. Greatest podcast in the world, everybody. What do you think about that plane? What's your theory? Uh Boys Aircraft. It's on an island somewhere. No. And there's a surgeon that's taken leader. Right. And everybody's. So it's a 007 is, or some uh, 007 character is a. No. An underground lair. A guy who's a, 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 a now disgraced surgeon who. Uh, oh, he's going to make a giant set of pieces? And he becomes the leader of like Lord of the Fly. And then there's a fat guy who won the lottery. And oh. then there's. And then of these 200 people that make a 200 person centipede? You didn't watch Lost, Lost did you? I, you um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I look, I think it's. You want me to get like really? What do I think happened in, in Michael's world? Yeah, I think one of the pilots, maybe not necessarily the main one, had a, like either a mental breakdown or decided he was going to f- have a coup. Yeah, and he was going to do something for some political or social reason. Yeah, and then it got mixed up, and they uh, they went off course. He purposely disconnected contact. Yeah. And then they crashed somewhere. <clears throat> Why would he crash if uh... Uh, either people fought him or, or uh, he you know lost sight of where he was? Right. Or they, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean that I I think that now with all the the details that have come out, I don't think that it was just an accident to go that well, far I, off track. Th- there is a I, I talked to an aviation expert tonight who did say it's possible. They could have blown out a window or something, and they could have been unconscious, and the computers kicked in. And- well, there what was it? Was it Payne Stewart? He was on the plane where everybody was dead before it even crashed. Yeah. It flew for because something to do with like uh, the CO2. Air pressure, yeah. 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 Well, so, listen, when the CO2 or the air pressure goes, yeah. you ha- they, I heard another aviation expert say you have like 30 seconds to get those masks on or you're dead. That's interesting. You're like you vapor lock and yeah, you, you your brain can't take it and you yeah. just essentially burst Pass from the inside out. out. Yeah. Hmm. It's like being on Mars. I mean, like that atmosphere is just not, you can't breathe. Right, right, right. Huh. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, I, I just don't think those people are alive. No, I don't think so. Either. Yeah, yeah, that's all. No. And even if they did plan the plane somewhere, it's not with the people. You know, they would have done something weird to them, I suspect. Right? I don't know. Just decompress the I don't cabin. know. I, all I know is, like, way, Malaysia's way more fucked up than I thought it was. It is? Well, Yeah. What's happening? The Malaysian government, at least. In terms of what? It's sketchy. Like, the, they can't really do shit on their own. And then they refuse to release any details. And then it's so, like moments after real countries got involved, there's yeah. like all this new yeah. uh, evidence. We and, weren't withholding anything. We didn't. Yeah. Uh, there's just like, it takes it, the United States, China, uh, Soviet Union, you got involved. And in, within like an hour, there was like just sheets and sheets of new evidence and, and new research and stuff done. Yeah. And Malaysia's all fucked up. Yeah, all, all they had basically was air traffic. They didn't have the satellites and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. well, and that, and uh, I don't know, man. I, so planes have, are what? Planes are not natural. No, it is, but like considering how many flights go on in a day, it's amazing. Like yeah. to have this happen once every couple decades, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, the other thing we talked about on my VHN program tonight was um, that chick from Duke that's doing pornography. Yeah. What a nut. Why? She she seemed unable to be, and I don't mean disparagingly that. I mean, just seemed unable to uh, hear any conversation. She, you know, somebody who's like angry and everything is an attack and everything is defensive. And you say, 
hey, honey, no, listen, listen. Yeah. We're just, you know, we're just having a conversation. Oh, you, she, she, whenever people claim the moral high ground and it begs no alternative, it sort of kissed my ass at that point. I'm getting attacked on Twitter. Why? I, I can't really figure it out, actually. I can't, because I, I guess I pissed her off, bottom line. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to figure out. I had to do a press junk in, again tonight, and, uh, it was uh, it's it's such a weird thing to be automatically switched into that level of control, where like celebrities for the most part. Oh, this is awesome! I'm sorry, okay. I, I just found a tweet. Drew should resign or be fired for saying he'd take cyanide if Bell knocks with his daughter. I said, I she, we we asked her. We go, is your family okay with this? And she gave some total BS answer. Yeah. And I said, no, no, no. Emotionally, this has to affect your family. Another BS answer. I said, let me put it this way. If I were dad, I'd have to have clomped down a bit of cyanide. That's what I'd have to do because sure. that's how I'd feel. I should be fired for that? No. Uh, yeah, listen, okay. should, right. that dumb cunt that wrote yeah. that should be fired from Twitter. Yeah. Thank you. It's got to be so – you must look at me with such admiration. It's an old man. You must look at me with such admiration because you can't say shit like that. Yeah, I know. You know, where I could just be like, oh, shut up. You're an idiot. I mean, it's not the most – ethical way to deal with idiots on twitter but it's got to be liberating to do it if you can you know i bet um i don't often do it some sometimes people are just dumb sometimes people are truly like there's the people that just want to pick fights and then there's dumb people and i'm like oh i just feel bad i i don't mind dumb people i mind angry people who see everything paranoid who see everything through a prism well yeah you you just have to ignore those people you have to or else You'll drive yourself crazy. Well, people can become dangerous. Yeah. They can be dangerous when they, when they get like that. Yeah. So. I like people that say that I'm a brainwashed, I'm working for the man. You are? Yeah. Oh, my God. I like that one. When do you get that? Well, listen, here's the deal. If you have a job that pays you money and it's fun mm. and your life isn't shit, people whose life is pure shit hate yeah. you. Yeah. Oftentimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because there's people whose life is pure shit by circumstance, and my cart like I even asked you the other night. I, I like asked you this like existential question. We were talking about Gary Coleman, yeah. And I said, "How is it that he can have like? How can someone have his life? Like how? Like regardless if you believe in a god or not? Like how? How is it at all even balanced that he can have the life he had and I have the life I have?" Like, how can you be born yeah. all fucked up and short and, and your parents uh, completely exploit you, take you for all your money, then you have these horrific, horrific medical problems your whole life yep. to the point that you could seize at any point and, and, and people make fun of you and, and, and you're the butt of every yeah. joke. Then women come into your life as an adult and exploit you even mm-hmm. further and take advantage of you. Yeah. And it's just like, like, how is that his life? And then he dies at 40. Yeah. He's a miserable, sad guy, you know, who didn't deserve any of it. No. And I will, like, I'm just getting started. Like, I mean, how is that? I don't get it, you know? Well, what do we do with that? Right, right. And, like, obviously, I, I should not feel guilty. It's not like I did anything to Gary there, there Coleman. There was a but, philosophy that says a society is only as, and if we're just is the right word, but only as uh, legitimate as its ability to take care of its weakest members. So, well, then America's failing. Wait, but then then how do you do that? I mean, so you have somebody with an advanced cancer or HIV. We could easily use our entire national budget mm-hmm. on one person, easily. If yeah. we wanted to just take the most sick person, well, I think and that just that's, give them every resource. That's possible. a caricature of what what it would mean. 
but it would if if we're as a society to take better care of ourselves, we would cut our budget uh, uh, spending in half and put that into uh, dealing with the people who are like under ten thousand dollars a year in income, and not people who are choose to be that way and live off welfare and mm-hmm. watch uh, uh, Maury Povich tell you who's the daddy. The people who are well, you could uh, argue those people had tough tough hand dealt. Some did. You know what? But so did fucking Kevin Hart and and Rosie Perez. So that's what I'm saying. What do we do? My point is, is that there's not everybody is as uh, not some, a lot of people are mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Some people are developmentally disabled. So and we, that doesn't mean that's you have the to. Weakest. Have, I think what a lot of people don't understand these these super right wingers that go like they're just lazy. We should just kill them all. No, no. no, what you don't understand is that developmental disability goes has a broad range. You don't have to be full fledged fucking Down syndrome to be considered disabled. A guy who has uh, a, a, a guy who has uh, dyslexia and lives in Watts is fucked. Mm. A guy who has dyslexia and lives in Beverly Hills and has parents that can send him to elite private schools, you're you're gonna fare okay. It's yeah. gonna be harder. Yeah. But you know, Tom Cruise has dyslexia. Yeah. I mean, it, it was hard for him, but he fa- if you're already in a low income neighborhood and have just the slightest bit of disadvantage mentally, you fuck, you're fucking done for. So what we need to do is take all this money that we waste on other shit and focus on uh, mental illness mm. mental m- mental issues psychological mm-hmm. mental issues uh and and the the lo- the people who are born into a world of shit the mm-hmm. the extreme low income with no no parent or one parent households and uh and if you could say oh that's socialism all you want f- bullshit it's it, that's a like you said that's the the people who are comfortable taking care of the people who are who had no don't stand a chance because the problem really relies. But, but the only question always is how far do you go with that? Right, and you're right, and, and it's it's weird where it, that's a such a slippery slope because then it eventually will become socialism, where you just have people with your income bracket getting bent over so that they well, no, can it's just a way take that care that of socialism people. is yeah. just an answer for what you're talking about. But but I don't think that full fledged socialism is the answer because then you're then you don't you'll never listen. Socialism would never have a Bill Gates Rockefeller. Andrew Jackson, none none of these exceptional people right. ever come out of socialism That's for right. a reason because you're kind of limited by your your united front. That's right. You don't you don't get you don't get. Uh, in fact. But but then you you know that's if after Alexis de Tocqueville who wrote Democracy in America, he uh, was saying the same thing about an aristocratic society versus a democratic society, that it tends to be pretty bland and you'll yeah. never get the great cultural sort of uh, achievements that an aristocratic society would. Yeah, but the, the funny thing is is that a lot of the, our amazing uh, the amazing achievers in this country especially came from low income, so it's like it's a weird kind of crapshoot. But he means the extreme, you know, you won't get a Versailles, you won't get a, you know, a Chartres or a cathedral and stuff. It, it, you know, it's, it's who needs it? <laughs> Explain, you know, and I know it's like you could say, well, I, I prefer the culture. You know, you could say, well, the, he's just a rapper. But at the same time, then explain like Lil Wayne or something. Like Lil, or the game. The game was shot like a thousand times and like had his brother murdered. Uh, like, he didn't he have like nine brothers and sisters and like yeah. five of them are murdered. I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like his mom was slanging crack and stuff like So yeah, did he go on to become Barack Obama? No, but he he's a multimillionaire and mm-hmm. he lives with a family with dignity and respect mm-hmm. and he pays his taxes. Mm-hmm. It's like that alone is – you couldn't have that in a socialistic society. Or an aristocratic you know? society. Right. Either. So – but the, the point is, is like where do you draw the line? I don't know how where we draw the line, but it starts with the fact that too much of this country is, well, that's those people. 
You know what I'm saying? There can't be those people and us people. There has to be a, a this general feeling like, well, we are only as strong as the people who are are living in ab- abject poverty. We were talking poverty. last week about giving people the freedom and the space just to form communities and businesses and have interwoven right. yes. entrepreneurial kinds of endeavors. Yes. That's that's different than what you're saying this week. Not necessarily, because I'm not saying that that the solution is just throwing money at those people. Yeah. You know, you even said it even it sounds pejorative to say those people. People who are in in ridiculously low income situations with with one or no no parent or single parent out, you know, uh, uh, orphans, things like that, where where they clearly are starting off seven steps behind the average American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't just throw it's, it's it takes community investment in, in moral investment. It takes ethical investment. It takes just the signs of knowing that we haven't given up on people like that. That mm-hmm. they, you know you're not you're not faulty goods. I, uh, obviously, financial stability and financial uh, backing to do such is going to be helpful, but it's not. It's not as simple as just taking the Warren Buffetts and the Bill Gates of the world, getting a, a billion dollars together and throwing it at Watts. It takes. It takes a, a general investment in the fact that. Uh, see, I, I, it takes a lot of individual investments. I think because that's why I support that Hillsides program. You're right. I've selected a therapeutic living environment and educational environment that deals exactly with those issues and you it has to be nurtured and f- and, and fueled with resources financial resources yeah. and talent you have to find the talent and build the talent it takes an amazing amount of work but the hillside foundation and homeboy industries and things they're so few and far between not really know? i mean they're, they're they're not enough right but they're you know there could be they, it can be done is the point it can be done and it can be done without the government intervention and we need some of the government support to do that stuff but it, it really needs to be done nurtured, you know, individually. That's that's the part that's being missed. These are not fucking bureaucracies that doesn't help. You're throwing bureau- money and bureaucracies at this, this kind of shit is a fucking disaster. It, right. It continues the disconnect because underlying all of it, so I spent my weekend talking about it at that, that conference. Right. Underlying all of it is our brain development and the environment in which our brains develop. And in order to heal that and make that better so that people can't regulate their emotions and have intimate relationship and be productive at work and blah, 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 that takes a shitload of highly skilled work yeah. to do. And that is not a bureaucracy ever. No, no. And and the, fun, the funny thing is is that it's some senator and congressman somewhere who has no fucking clue how the brain works that gets in between you and the patients yeah, that need I know. it. I you know? I'll tell you about it. That's the part. That, that's no, you're I was, right. That's where I was Here, last here's week. Another. Like, to stay the fuck out of my way. In, in my world, who, let's, a guy let's, who's let's encourage way people, to, let's build models that people can emulate. And, you gave and a perfect. It. You gave a perfect example from your world with your capabilities and your skill set. Mm-hmm. You understand how the human brain works and the human uh, human experience. Mm-hmm. You could be of aid to people who are suffering with mental illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look at it this way. I know people in low income neighborhoods that are out of work. And truly can't find – you see the guys waiting in front of Home Depot who are desperate. They'll do anything for $10. I drive over 90 potholes. I, I'm not kidding. Yeah. 90 a day and bridges that are failing. We had an earthquake today. Lord yeah. knows how much bullshit structural damage was done. The infrastructure in large cities in this country are falling apart. I mean the electrical system, the water power system, it's all antiquated. The problem is, is that it's run by the states and and the cities themselves. So there's no motivation to do it because it's government run working. So they take 10 guys who stand there in orange fucking vests, get paid by the hour. The guys who are desperate to get work 
get there's some corporations, these private corporations, philanthropic corporations, they hire those guys, pay them decent wages to go out and do that labor that needs to be done that no one else is doing. You're killing two birds with one stone. You're taking care of the job problem in this country, and well, now you're getting you're you know, fixing now the you're, you're Roosevelt. My point is, is that the bureaucracy gets in the way. Yeah, you said that kind of thing can be done. When I make a million dollars, if at the point when I become a self-made millionaire and I have dispensable income, I would have no problem in starting a corporation with other balling guys in entertainment, where we could figure out a way to get, you know, not necessarily nonprofit. But to go around and legally hire those guys, the, the Home Depot types, and fill those potholes. The city not getting our way. To uh, take care of the to take care of like live open wires that you see by the Watts Towers. Like yeah. just and you're like, well, that can't happen. That this is a big city. It's like fifteen minutes to be done. I know guys, plenty of guys that are skilled electricians that are out of work. But again, that can be done with a bureaucracy. That's something you can kind of throw money at, you know, that that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Kind of could be. But that's personal to where I'm saying I'm free as a as a as a consumer to develop my own business and do what I want without the government taking my tax money and raping me. You're not. And no, I'm saying in my ideal in my utopia world, I see. You first off, in my utopia, every girl's Kate Upton. And then These are what I would do is that yeah. because I'm not raped as some, someone who's, you know, sniffing the one percent, yeah. I can then go and open up this business and I free. Listen, the government shouldn't initiate morality. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well, they should, but they can create forces that keep families together, make families participate in scholastic activities. You know what I mean? There but they things, can't. They can put they forces try. in place. They can't. The government, because when they do no, that, they, can. they always along the backdrop of trying to be reelected. So their 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 structure for keeping families yeah. together is we got to close down these bodegas because no, they're the selling lottery the tickets to the poor. We need to, I need to get you more resources so you feel better, as opposed to putting forces in place that protect against these people getting into this situation. Did you hear about that that uh, superintendent out in Bell, or like it was like like Lawndale out in that like, he where they found out through like some audit and investigation that he was making like $700,000 a year with bonuses yeah, and kickbacks. Yeah, yeah. And he was in one of the poor, he's yeah. the superintendent for one of the poorest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They had a, like a town hall meeting and they, they let some of the students and some of the parents of the students deal with this guy. Yeah. And listening to these parents talk and cry about the fact that their kids want to join a band, but there's no instruments for them to play. And, and that they're in yeah. stu- they're in uh, classes with 60 students. And, well, there's what government can do for you. Right. That's all I'm saying. But my point is, is that the government doesn't ever get to that. It's, I got to get reelected. So what can I do that they'll see me on TV here? I'm closing down a, uh, I'm closing down a, uh, a, a port for illegal immigrants. I, I agree with you that the, yeah, there has to be. So I'm saying of... when you when you add that buffer of the if the government just focused on putting the money towards the schools and then let private businesses handle mm-hmm. real good stuff and private businesses were then motivated to then do good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like when Communities government, generally take government shouldn't good government shouldn't initiate morality and ethics because they're incapable. No, but at they, least in a I, democracy, I believe they can shape it. They can shape. They can put forces in place that help people be healthy. All right. They do. We got to take a real quick break. All right. But let's let's keep this up when we get back. Right. It's Adam Carolla here. I'm leading the fight against patent trolls who are threatening this medium. It's not about me. It's about the podcast you're listening to right now. Visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll for more information on how you can keep podcasting alive. Thank you and mahalo. 
This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention, because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down, or put it in your cell phone. 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707. Hey, I want to take a minute to bring up Amazon, who has been a great supporter of Loveline, our podcast, and uh, which used to be behind a paywall, and now we have sponsors, and the way we were able to remove that paywall was with those sponsors and now with Amazon click-throughs. Amazon gives Loveline a small commission each and every time you buy something with our affiliate program, provide you click-through on the Amazon banner on our website. Holidays are coming up. Stores are going to be crazy, so why not skip the lines and buy everything on Amazon this year? That's what I do. Buy exactly what your loved ones want and have it shipped directly to your home. No hassle, no stress, no lines. Just go to Podcast One. Go to the Loveline landing page. Click the Amazon banner or go to lovelineshow.com and click on the Amazon banner there. Everything you purchase from that link will help keep the wind and the sail of this production and this podcast. Both Loveline and Mike and Drew and everything at Podcast One needs a taste to stay afloat. Keep the podcast free. If you bookmark the page, you'll be able to skip the stages and support the podcast by buying what you are already planning on purchasing. So go ahead and bookmark the page right through that banner. But right now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Mike and Drew show. Drew was talking about just how that the government can then at least I mean, put can, the scaffolding. Can, can you argue with keeping families together, investing in you know people staying with kids? maternal leaves longer maternal leaves what things do, that, what longer okay that's a good idea yeah you can do certain laws that make it but here like i think when you try to say lead by example morally i think that, i don't say lead by example i said put forces in place okay like big tax breaks if you don't get divorced or uh subsidies for you know families that uh, something about has something forces but see, put things I in think, place in re- think, reinforcement and people can give me heat all they want but you uh, prove prove to me otherwise in the African American and Latino communities, it's not even it wouldn't even be a subsidy. It's the fact that culturally, it's not only accepted; it's like cool to have ch- children out of wedlock, right? And so, so we gotta do you, something. About yeah, that. that's it, it's it's not that has and, to change, and if the right? government gets to involved in that, it's just gonna be fuck you guys. Hey, I don't don't tell so. me how to live my life. I don't know that's true. I don't don't tell live your life, but just go tell you what. You have, there'll be a penalty for having a kid when you're teens. And if you get married and have uh, and stay together for ten years, we'll give you a break. You know, yeah. just put forces in place, financial forces, cultural forces, social forces. It, the, the, it's too much. Who are we to say? Who are we to say? No, I think what we need to say is what's good for kids. Yeah, and then and then put the forces. What's in good place. for this country? It's good and, for kids. Yeah. It's good for our country. Yeah, put the forces in place to make people do the child rearing properly. But and then, that's that. man, talk about earlier like my ideas about like. We gotta give. We can't separate the, those people and and the and the the people that are worth and the people that are not. But now you start saying the government can say, "Hey, we'll give you initiatives." Then you're getting into well, whose morality do we go by? The right, so super right wing Christian. No, because some people would say uh, getting married early is a good thing. No, because, I said healthy. I said what's healthy. 
That's yeah, you. but you're. But my point that's is, that's an that, easy thing that's to point That's what out. you and I think is healthy. No, what's what's results in emotionally healthy children? We know what that is. That's not a debatable point. It's an objective thing. So is evolution, but somehow it gets object. It gets it debated. Get, it, it doesn't get debated. It gets pushed away as we who we who we can't say we can't say no we can, we can and we should. It's debatable whether we should because oh we intrude into family. Okay, now, I'm then, not intruding. Then, then I'm, what about let the, people live whatever they want, but put forces in place to urge them to do the right thing. The morning after the pill. Thing. The morning after pill is by all medical accounts and scientific. How many times was I yelling? You weren't around when I used to yell about that. Okay, for years. But, here, but my point is, is that something that it's not debatable. Science has proven it is healthy and safe. Mm-hmm. Same um, thing with the the the, the, the abortion uh, pill, yeah. the HPV vaccine. Yeah, same thing. Okay, but. Again, when you're talking about these kind of ethical issues, no it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's healthy and it's proven. You, mm-hmm. it, when you're when you're talking about the masses, Drew, uh, you people get up in arms because it's who are you to say? Even though you can't, they literally can't argue with you because you have fact. Yeah. So you, and so you just go. So we're gonna we're gonna be rational as government. We're not gonna say oh, it's just another opinion. We're gonna actually go with what's good, what's real, what's healthy, and we're gonna not tell you what to do. Do whatever you want. But there'll be a penalty if you don't do certain things, and there'll be a reward if you do others. That's all. Do whatever you want. It's fine. Yeah. Do whatever you want. I, I'm I'm not. Infer- I'm telling people how to live their lives. I'm saying put forces in place that urge people to live healthier lives. It's for it's for everyone's benefit. It really is. And I'm not saying they don't have to be massive. They don't have to be like punitive. Just something to kind of take a position. <laughs> What's healthy and what isn't. It's ridiculous that we don't. It's really absurd, especially when it comes to you know human misery and suffering, which we are just allowing to just run amok. Yeah, People wondering why there's miserable. way the misery index for the miserable in this country is far too low, or far too high. Sorry. Right, listen, I deal with Carol all the time. I have to hear about how miserable poor he was poor. Yeah, miserable. But his whole thing is. The only way out is you, you do it yourself. It's true. Nobody can do it for you. Listen, and anybody does it for you handicaps. You. And and that's not even just with money, because um, I'm not going to sit here and say like, well, I can't bro- put myself up my bootstrap. I was homeless and broke at one point in my life, mm. but I came from a family of privilege, and mm-hmm. it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Having listen, walking a tightrope with a net underneath you is is totally different than either, someone. Is it John Rawls? Is he the one that has this philosophy that you're sort of dancing around? Uh, I don't happen to be a fan. Of it. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure it's Rawls. No, but what I'm saying is, like, Rawls I theory of justice. I, I went through incredible poverty and struggle, but I I still at any point in my life could have called my parents. I didn't, but I could have called my parents and said, "I'm in trouble. I need help," and and it would have come to me. So that that having that comfort is totally different than someone who truly came from the ghetto and had nothing. My point is, is that in every facet of life, not just with the money. You kind of have to know what it's like to struggle or else you don't get it. So many people come into radio stations, Drew. I mean, how many people come in and show up into uh, into hospitals just assuming that because they went to a good school, like they can forego certain on-the-job training? Right. How many people show up like with a film degree from USC and they show up on set and they can't even work, a, work a, a, as here's, a gaffer? Here's you know? Rawls' principle. The difference principle permits inequalities in the distribution of goods only if those inequalities benefit the worst-off members of society. Yeah. Remember I said? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's – I mean that seems it's, extreme. It's basically what he's, what he's suggesting is you find a way to erase the, um, the random circumstances of our birth. Yeah. 
But I don't think I don't think that's biological. See, I'm a biologist. No, I think I think that that worked in 1770. No, this guy was 1970. This is 19. No, that idea though. 1971. My, my that idea would have been great for the four. When we have 380 million yeah. in yeah. this country now, is yeah. it? It just you got to throw a lot of shit out the door. Yeah. Okay, stop it. There's almost 400 million people here. Anyway, great show. Thank you. Thank you, to Amazon. Thank you to listeners. All our sponsors. You're great. We love you. And uh, assalamu alaikum and good night. Hello, podcast fans. Adam Carolla here. I'm leading the fight against patent trolls who are threatening this medium. It's not about me. It's about the podcast you're listening to right now. If I go down, this show could be next. So visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll for more information on how you can keep podcasting alive. Thank you and mahalo.